Hey, hey, welcome to Still Token With. Tonight, we are still token with Thomas McCombe. He is a cannabis entrepreneur focusing on the medical benefits of cannabis, cannabinoids, and terpenes. And I know I said that wrong. But anyway, this is going to be a kick-ass episode coming at you right now. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Hey, hey, it is Tuesday, and we are now live with Still Token With. And, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 t- it's Tuesday? It's Tuesday? You mean it's Wednesday? It's Wednesday. Oh, it's, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I totally did that. Uh, to you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I'm dealing with children. Uh. Well, hey, Leo wanted to, Leo wanted to set the new record for uh, you know slamming the fucking train into the wall. Oh, uh, did, did did I break the record? Yeah, that was like what? right out of the gate. Yeah, eleven <laughs> seconds into the show. Uh, yeah. So so it's you know, I yeah, Thomas, it's all your fault because uh, you you did your little mind meld with me and uh, <laughs> Tuesday was stuck in my head. A uh, ton of comments coming in. Uh, so, uh, uh, Lady yeah. J, hi, family. Uh, yeah, and uh, we'll get through those. Benjamin, how you doing? Yo, Good, hi. sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the one that passed out and woke up 10 minutes before the show, folks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I still know it's Wednesday, I think. Maybe it's Thursday. I don't know. It's today. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, we have... She is from Sweden. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Welcome. Uh, and uh, we have Jeffrey. I like his emoji there. That's cool emoji. Is that what that is? It's an emoji thing, right? That picture? The little dude? Uh, no, it's you. not an emoji. That's his profile thing? What do you call that? Yeah, uh, profile yeah, picture. Profile picture. Nice. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we have a good show tonight. Uh, we got Thomas. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher his last name. Uh, Melobomb. It's Morcom. Yeah, so actually, believe it or not, even when I was a kid, um, even in grade school, uh, one of my teachers used to pick on me and split into two syllables. And you can figure it out pretty easily. Morcom. You, you didn't take much more than more than that for everybody to figure out what my last name was. Oh, now, see, um, I went the other way. <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking Mork. Like Mork and Mindy? No, no, no. You had oh, an okay. L in there. You had an L. You, you put a fucking... Yeah, I know. You yeah, put you an L in Mel there. Mel Melacombe, Melacombe, something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. And people call me Tom. People call me Coach. People say, hey, you. I, I usually answer that, too. So... <laughs> I was kind of looking like going, oh well, you know, he could be part Sasquatch, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I was called I was called a, a real real mountain man a few weeks ago. Um, I I live in the mountains, but I I wouldn't consider myself a mountain man per se. I just uh, haven't. I, I'm doing the the no COVID shave. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, hey, uh, I'm gonna say you know, yeah, Jeff the, is too. <laughs> well, a lot of the growers that that I've met, I have to say, most of them have beards. Yeah, uh, a lot of it. You know, uh, really which just... is kind of an interesting fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are they in the field too much? For, for, you know, for, me, that's, feel more at for home? me, that's exactly what it is. You know, I, I'm out and about doing so much with the plants on a regular basis <laughs> that going and shaving is just an extra effort for me. I'd rather slap on a beard net than go and trim the beard. So, I mean, a, a little trim here or there is necessary to keep it uh, Sasquatch-like, but not um, crazy, oh my God, I'm going to jump out and attack you-like. Um, well, I don't like, know, uh, though. I mean, those plants get pretty sticky, so, you know, you get too close with a beard, and you don't even have to shave. It just pulls it right out for you. Yeah. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah, you know what? I'll just, I'll, I'll skip the beard net the next time, and I'll just walk in without the beard. I'm like, all right, which one of you ladies wants to help trim the beard today? Right, See? right. And then somebody will get your product and go, wow, look at the hairs in that. <laughs> oh, my God. Sasquatch grew this. So, uh, let's talk about a little bit about what you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, a little bit about what I do. You mean aside from just you know joke around and, and smoke weed, right? Yeah, no. Well, no, um, yeah, yeah. I want to know a little bit more about. What yeah, you, we're gonna we're gonna get into the goats later because that's gonna really train wreck this whole ride. 
Did you eat gummies? Yes. Wait. Uh, yeah, Leo, no. Don't bring up goats again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, it's coming. So, <laughs> so uh, at Vermont Grow Coaching for the past uh, three years now, um, I have uh, operated as both a recreational uh, and commercial uh, cannabis and hemp consultant. So I got my start uh, 11 years ago now as a caregiver for my mom. She was using the dispensary and she wasn't getting quite the, the best products and she was concerned that they weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing for her and stuff she was finding on the black market was working better. So I ended up having some of her stuff tested and it ended up coming out uh, to be moldy and well under the percentages that they uh, had told her for the concentrations of uh, THC in the products. So at that point, uh, I took it upon myself to become her caregiver and start growing for her. At the time, I was not a consumer. Um, I was actually, I was a dare kid. You know, I grew up in, uh, in the brainwashed lifestyle of, oh, drugs are bad, kids. Don't, don't smoke cannabis because it, it's going to fry your brain. Um, so I, I was one of those kids growing up. So I, uh, I finally, uh, when she came to me, she said, you know, I need your help. And this is what I need to do to, to help cure my illness. Um, I said, okay, you know, I'll, I'll do what I can to help you. I've got a farming background. Let's see what we can do. And um, it took a couple of years, but I became really good at it. And she came to me, she's like, oh, well, I've got these other people that want some help too. Can you go and help them out? Um, so because of the whole uh, Vermont only allowing one caregiver uh, per patient rule or one patient per caregiver rule, um, I wasn't able to assist these patients on my own. Uh, so I enlisted in some friends and taught them how to grow and got them to become caregivers and help out these patients. Nice. Uh, from there, that was in about 2016 or so. Um, when recreational legalization came around in uh, 2018, um, I decided to go full swing with it. I'm like, you know what? The recreational market is going to want uh, the ability to grow too. And we can also branch this out into uh, assisting hemp farms, et cetera. Let's do it, guys. And I started up Vermont Grow Coaching. And one by one, everyone that had come on board as a caregiver dropped off because they either worked for the hospital or they were a police officer or the son of a judge. Uh, there was some sort of uh, issue that prevented them from... Some sort of stigma involved. Yeah, exactly. They, they right. weren't interested in bringing uh, their employment into the stigma. So for myself at the time, I was actually uh, a billing specialist um, for a, a company that dealt with many major, major accounts. So I was just dealing with uh, billing and reporting uh, for environmental type services for millions of dollars on a daily basis. And it was monotonous and I hated it. But I dove into uh, the industry anyway. And for the longest time, I actually, I did both. Um, I went ahead and I was still doing the full-time job and I was running appointments before and after work. Uh, eventually, when uh, business picked up enough to is where I was making enough income to, to branch out, I, I quit that day job. Um, well over a year now, almost two years now. Um, and I've, uh, I haven't looked back. So now I focus most of my time helping medical patients and veterans uh, as much as I can providing free products whenever possible, uh, discounted services, et cetera, but then, uh, make my money in uh, the recreational market, uh, providing consultation services for, uh, both small home growers, as well as people that are looking to either do uh, large industrial hemp farms or large commercial cultivation facilities. Uh, the most recent cannabis facility I set up was uh, just under uh, 4,000 square feet of flour. So um, I definitely branched out quite a bit in the last uh, 11 years or so. 
And uh, this year we're coming into uh, legalization for cultivation in Vermont. So uh, we'll hope to be uh, obtaining a license for cultivation for uh, THC products. Um, we won't be going with a dispensary license, but possibly processing as well. And then we are branching into uh, assisting hemp farmers with uh, purchasing clones. So not just in the state of Vermont, but across the country. And we actually are going to have a clone van that is going to make trips across the country de delivering low price clones to hemp farmers that are interested. Uh, one of the biggest issues with hemp farmers getting started is that they either have to buy expensive feminized seed or they have to start with regular seed. And just starting with seed to begin with is difficult. So <laughs> allowing them to get past the point of starting and start them off with a good cultivar that is going to be able to provide a, a good uniform uh, crop for them is, uh, is phenomenal in, in a lot of uh, cases. Wow, that was a shit ton of uh, information yeah. right there. It, it was, and I just wanted to break in here for a quick second. So if you are interested in talking with Thomas, I have a bunch of information shown us down below or up above, depending on where you're looking, uh, watching or listening to us. <laughs> uh, and the cool thing is, uh, you know, uh, you don't even need to leave your house. He does virtual appoint appointments starting at 50 bucks. Uh, he'll do in-home consultations as well, installations, tons of stuff. And uh, all the information is in the show notes down below or up above. Uh, yeah, I, I blame the rum and coke. It got to me fast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank, thank you for mentioning the virtual consultations. That has actually been a huge part of my business um, ever since COVID started. Um, that has been really, really big for me. Um, and I just I found that not just in Vermont, but across the country, I'm finding pretty much any state that has come into legalization somehow finds their way to my page or somehow finds their way to the Facebook and happens upon me and contacts me. So I'm doing uh, consultations with people in uh, Colorado and California and Illinois, uh, Michigan. Um, even uh, most recently, I had a call from someone in Peru uh, that said, you know, uh, my father is extremely sick and I'm working uh, with him on uh, medicinal cannabis. And it's not really a uh, there's a bad stigma about it here and none of the doctors want to talk to us about it, but, um, you know, I, I got to do something for him. So obviously I can't direct someone who's in a state where, or in an area where he's not allowed to grow to do something illegal, but I can at least direct him in the right direction so that he can find the right information and, uh, help his father in the way that he wants to, uh, as a medication. And again, that's one of the huge things that I'm I'm in this business for is just to help medical patients because not only uh, helping my mom as a medical patient, but I also became a medical patient myself once I realized uh, how well it actually worked. Um, right. I was, I was uh, diagnosed with uh, Asperger's, which is high-functioning autism. So um, it takes a lot just for me to sit down and have a conversation like this. And uh, I, I'll get people telling me all the time, whoa, slow down, slow down. You're talking too fast. Well, that's, because my brain, that's because my brain's moving at that speed. And I got three of these things rolled for me right now just so that I can smoke them in the next 40 minutes to slow it down a little bit and calm down so that everybody listening can actually hear what I'm saying instead of saying, whoa, is there a way for me to rewind this shit? What's going on here? Uh, well, well, yeah, is, this, is, this is all recorded. So yeah, the good you, thing is you might recorded, be able to so. play. <laughs> yeah. You can go back and watch it later. They'll go back and go, what did I fucking miss? And be like, yeah. you missed a whole bunch of shit in the first 21 minutes. Trust me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, for the most part, uh, Asperger's uh, does a lot of things to me. Um, it, some good, some bad. Uh, it makes me really intelligent. I didn't really have to study in grade school, middle school, high school, anything like that. I always got straight A's, never studied for a test. So All you're a smart ass. Me. 
smart ass too actually believe it or not because i was raised around a bunch of smart asses as a person with asperger's you don't really develop your own personality until later in life you sort of cling on to what other people are doing and just you learn from them a lot more okay so my mom my mom was a smart ass my uncle was a smart ass i was artificially inseminated so i don't have a dad so my grandfather was the closest thing to a father to me so you're a half-ass yeah i'm a i'm a half-ass <laughs> smart ass <laughs> I'm a half-ass smart-ass with a family full of ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yep, but, yeah, yep. so... Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no you, you, you started, Jeff. Go for it. I get, I get smoke in my fucking eyes. Oh, no, no. Is it commercial time yet? Nope. <laughs> nope, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not going to trap me because I forget. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Blame well, it on the gummies. Ca- yeah, camera's yeah. on you until you spit it out. <laughs> well, that was easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, so I became a medical patient myself for both uh, the Asperger's as well as uh, arthritic pain because I was a stupid teenager and did a lot of extreme sports, beat the crap out of my body growing up. Um, I was really, really, really overweight. In fact, I topped out at uh, 296 pounds. I'm now 155 and, and wow. steady. I fluctuate like 155 to 165. Um, but uh, cannabis was a big help in keeping the weight off once I lost the weight. Um, and if it wasn't for uh, cannabis in my life, I would not have been able to start my business. I would not have been able. To, I talk faster than you. Can. Yep, that's Bill. <laughs> Um, not have been able to, uh, to start my business. I would not be able to function the way that I do on a daily basis today. Um, I have four kids and just having four kids and Asperger's in its, in itself is so overwhelming. Wow. Um, so you know, it's not I, just your mind that's overactive, right? It's not just my mind. It's, it's everything. Four it's kids? my physical body too. Yeah. yeah four kids. Yeah. yeah you, okay. you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I couldn't help you, it. You, Sorry. you didn't ask. You didn't ask what I was doing after this. My <laughs> wife doesn't probably want me to tell you either. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, oh so my. one of, one of the huge things that comes with Asperger's is overstimulation. Um, overstimulation for me can yep. come in many many different ways. Uh, it can come from lights being too bright. It can come from too many conversations happening around me at the same time because I can't block out conversations. Like if Leo is at a convention and he's having a conversation with Jeff and I'm having a conversation with Ben and then we got a conversation with two other people, I've got all three conversations blasting into my head at the same time. Um, in fact, it brings up a great story. A couple of years ago, Hempfest, Jeff and Ben drove their asses all the way up to Hempfest with a specific intention of giving me cups that I had ordered from them. And when they showed up, I was nowhere in sight. And they're like, where the fuck are you? Where did you go? What the hell happened? We drove up here for you. Where are you? I had gone home because my Asperger's had gotten so bad that it had made me feel like I had the flu. I was vomiting. I was flushed. I had a high fever. And once I got out of the situation and was 10 minutes away, I was calmed down and I was fine. But as soon as I tried to go back, it flared right back up again. And I'm sure Jeff and Ben remember having to drive three hours to a convention to see Tom and then having Tom be nowhere in sight. Um, but Actually, that, that's that was... Um... That was was it Hempfest or was it uh, Nikan? I think it was Nikan. It, it was it, Nikan. yeah, it, it was Nikan. Yes, it was Nikan. Yeah, and actually, yeah, it was Nikan, um, Vermont. The gentleman in the chat, Bill Diamond, actually accompanied us that day, I believe. Yeah, he yeah. Did. 
I, I was actually I was pretty bummed because I missed out on seeing you guys. I missed out on Bill. Oh, uh, you missed out on Louis Gosman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God. I like but at the same time I do remember um, that. At the same time when everybody's like, Oh yo, you missed this, you missed this, you missed this. I'm like, Yeah, I know I missed it. But at the same time, if I was there, I would not be able to do anything for the next three days because it would have killed me. It it would have made my body shut down so horribly. Um I actually I, I had an episode yesterday just because um, with with coming on with a new hemp program and everything with uh, building out my my clone program and everything for uh, being able to provide clones across the country that takes a lot of work and I do a lot of stuff myself not because I can't afford employees but because I love my plants and if I leave my plants and I come back to them and I see that something's wrong with them and I wasn't the one that caused it. I'm probably going to yell and scream and be a total asshole. And I don't like to do that to people because I like my friends and I don't hire anybody <laughs> but my friends. So when I hire a friend and I come back and like friends screwed something up and I want to yell about it and Asperger's is like, yeah, you're going to yell. You're going to do it. No, no, you're not because they're a friend. Well, how do you avoid that situation? You keep the friend out of the situation where you might yell. Well, how do you do that? You do all the work yourself. <laughs> well, no, what, um, I, what, I, what I used to do is because I, 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 I used to have a temper too. I would flare at people. Used to? Well, you know, I would flare at people. So I, I used to warn people, there's going to come a time we're going to fight. I'm going to flare. I'm not going to hit you, but I may yell and scream and have a temper tantrum. Don't take it personally and things will be fine. Yeah, I mean, exactly. All of my close friends, uh, for the most part, they, they I still like to keep them out of those situations if possible. But all of them know uh, my Asperger's. They all know me as a person. And it's really up to them if they choose to stay friends with me. I am who I am. And I do my absolute very best to control it. And cannabis is not a cure-all medicine. Unfortunately, there are pharmaceuticals out there that would help cure, or not cure, but curb that a little bit better for me, curb that attitude or curb that edge a little bit more. But those same medications are also bad for me in other ways mm -hmm. and make me feel like a zombie and not smile. With cannabis, I can consume my medication, go upstairs and spend time with my kids and laugh and enjoy time and roll around on the floor with my eight-year-old and not worry about the arthritis pain from the knee surgery that I had six months ago or whatever the case may be. With these other medications, there's just too many other side effects that are involved. What are the side effects with me for cannabis? I might get tired. I might stink a little bit. And oh crap, I might get hungry. Well, guess what? My wife says I'm underweight anyway, so I might as well put on a couple pounds with by eating a little bit more, right? Right. <laughs> Actually, there was a question in the comments. Somebody said, um, Leo had it up on the weight? screen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I'd like to yeah. know how you lose weight while using cannabis. I get the bad munchies. I so, summed it up, Leo. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> so it really has a lot to do with the individual strains that you choose. So the individual cultivars have different terpenes, different cannabinoid contents, and depending on um, the cannabinoid content and depending on the terpene profile, those individual cultivars are going to provide different effects for you. One of those effects or one of the side effects is the munchies. Now, there's even been uh, breeders out there, I believe even a skinny girl wine, if I'm not mistaken, came out with, with a, a brand of, of cannabis or something um, that is specifically designed not to give you the munchies. They're not worried about their THC content. They're not worried about CBD or the smell or the color. They specifically designed their label around not getting the munchies. And I'm sure that sells to a ton of people, especially the people that are after the same type of wine. Um, now, with that said, there's also plenty of ways that you can still have the munchies and not gain weight. Fruit, vegetables, 
you can eat as much fruit and vegetables as you want on a daily basis. And if you're replacing other foods that you otherwise would have ate with those fruits and vegetables, you're either going to be healthier or you're going to lose weight or both. Uh, in reality, unless you're already on a very, very, very strict diet and you're not eating junk food, you're not eating uh, heavy amounts of fats and, and stuff on a daily basis, processed foods, there's no reason just adding some additional fruits and veggies into your diet can't help you with that. So if you're a cannabis consumer and you get the munchies and you go and you grab that bag of Cheetos or you go and you're like, oh, dude, I wonder what it would taste like if I dip those Cheez-Its in peanut butter and then put a gummy bear on top. <laughs> well, <laughs> Hey, you've been watching me. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, how about instead you set yourself up some stuff to make a fruit and vegetable platter, but you like to put all those combinations together. So you put some shit out on the plate together anyway. You put a little bit of peanut butter, some raisins, and some celery. You got yourself ants on a log. Oh, well, you still want something a little bit more sweet and candy-like. So grab a little package of baby M&Ms, the, like the mini M&Ms, and you can sprinkle those over instead of the raisins. Or top it with a carrot and make a couple of eyes out of it. Or use some toothpicks and make a freaking funny, uh, <laughs> funny character. Maybe you can make a cannabis plant, or maybe you can make a praying mantis. Um, yeah, Miss Blaze's carrot sticks, fantastic option. Food. I love carrot sticks. <laughs> Uh, but that's a fantastic way to do it because a lot of times when people get high, they get the munchies and they get creative. Well, when you get creative in the kitchen, you're like, oh, dude, the cheese and the peanut butter, the, the gummy. Oh, where's the Oreo that I can put on top of this thing? But no, if you put out all of those fresh fruits and vegetables, those are going to taste just as good, if not better than they normally do when you're high. So why not have those as the option and have some fun with it at the same time? And that's a perfect way to keep yourself from gaining weight when having the munchies and smoking weed every day. Wow. Wow. Okay. And then my GMB 77, Miss Blaze says that suppresses her appetite. Uh, for me, not much actually increases my appetite. So I don't really have many strains that will really do that for me or many cultivars that will. But the ones that do, I will definitely usually go after some fruits and veggies. But uh, for her, my GMB 77 does it. So anybody that's interested in that. Uh, in the next several months, as soon as Vermont starts allowing us to do it, you should be able to make a pop-up to any one of the dispensaries that we'll be uh, providing to and pick yourself up some GMB-77. That is, let me go into an explanation of that if you guys have a few minutes before the next commercial. Knock yourself out, man. I'm just right. I'm listening to you. <laughs> All right. So, so GMB-77. I haven't gotten a word in edgewise. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's because I haven't, I haven't picked up a blunt yet. That's why. That's okay, though. I'll keep that's talking. Okay. Explain. <laughs> All right. So GMB-77 stands for Green Mountain Boys 1777. 1777 was the year that the Green Mountain Boys in Vermont established their militia and helped um, take back their independence from the state of New York. Uh, there were several battles on the Vermont-New uh, York border uh, that uh, involved Ethan Allen as well as several others that ended in uh, Vermont's independence. Now, GMB 77 stems from several different areas. So, Sorry, I'm, first... la I'm laughing at the comment from Thomas's wife. <laughs> yeah, she, she's a Next one down. <laughs> no. In, what are you doing, Leo? Two comments, well, welcome, like a bunch of comments came life. in all at yeah. once. <laughs> yep, welcome to my life, exactly. Um, <laughs> so, G, so GMB seventy seven um, started out as yeah. <laughs> right, Bill. I, I just started got, out I, as I'm, uh, yeah, I'm getting roasted here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, Thomas. We're gonna have no. We'll have to do a whole another segment on just uh a roast of you. We'll just, we're just, we, we've done that actually. And Bill was have there. You? I missed that one. 
All right, uh, so was, um, last year. At, at this point, we're gonna we're gonna break for commercial. Because um, <laughs> Jeff Jeff needs to rewind so he can see what he missed. Um, no, no, no. We're gonna break. <laughs> no, because he took a nap. Uh, and and when we come back, I want to know about the goats. Oh, um, about, oh, coaching goats. Gummies, the, the gummies kicked in. We're in trouble. Okay. Well, when we come back, we'll finish. We'll finish telling the GMB seventy seven story, and then jump into coaching goats. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> I've got a free. I don't. I don't know if my screen's frozen or what, but I've got a freeze frame of Jeff with his hand up like this. And <laughs> no, everything's working good. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, I, it was my fault. No, I just happened to catch a freeze frame of him. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'd be more like. <laughs> uh, well, I want to thank everybody for watching this evening. Uh, we still got a bunch of show coming on at you right now. Well, actually, after the commercial. Uh, <laughs> so check the show notes down below or up above. And, uh, you know, Deadly Grounds, uh, they're a sponsor of the network here. They help, you know, keep the lights on. And, uh, you know, it's the only coffee I drink. Best coffee you'll ever have. Little mom and pop shop here in Connecticut. Uh, if you like flavored coffee, Death by Chocolate is absolutely amazing. Uh, but don't listen to me. Here's a zombie talking about coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. And head on over to getdeadly.com for your awesome coffee. And uh, I have to ask, Leo, do they have decaf? They do. Perfect, because I have been on a no coffee kick for a while. I bet you can imagine why. And I need some decaf. <laughs> no and I keep, I keep seeing these Deadly Grounds commercials, and their advertising is amazing, and it makes me want to go drink their coffee. Oh, yeah. it's uh, I, I stopped drinking all coffee except for them. You know, it's... Uh, it's if you like flavored coffee, Death by Chocolate is my absolute favorite. Um, but he just came out. Um, I think there's like a s'mores one now too. Uh, oh but wow! He got a bunch of different flavors. He even did like a uh, like a whiskey. I think it's like a whiskey flavored one. Uh, yeah, he, he's coming up with yeah. some awesome flavors. Uh, but definitely check him out, and uh, they do uh, they do decaf as well. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, so I will jump into GMB seventy seven now if uh if you're ready for Let's me. go for it. <laughs> All right. So so GMB seventy seven, I started with a uh I started growing the strain in Vermont, um relatively close to uh where some of the battles of uh seventeen seventy seven and the surrounding time was held, uh in Addison County. Excuse me while I hit the blunt. <laughs> and then um I took a cheese strain that I obtained from a friend that brought it back from Amsterdam and I obtained a skunk from another friend in California and I crossed them with each other. And that was my first uh, cross I had ever done. I had never done any crosses before that. Um, it was my first attempt and I was very, very surprised that it was successful. Uh, several years later, I ended up uh, obtaining some genetics, uh, a fruity sativa strain from a friend in the Adirondack Mountains. Now, the great thing about the area of the Adirondack Mountains, where he's from, this is also relatively about the same distance from where these battles were held as where I cultivated and bred this other strain. So I took uh, a cutting of his strain. Um, now, this the, the amazing thing about this uh, strain is that um, it's a sativa 
dominant strain, but it's a short flowering strain. So it'll finish in mid to late September, which is fantastic for uh, the Northeast. So I took the cultivar and I crossed it with uh, the cheese skunk that I had created. And I bred it out a few times and I liked what I was getting for the most part on a medicinal level. Um, it was doing what I needed as far as helping uh, curb the Asperger's symptoms as well as pain management while still allowing me to function throughout the day. Uh, one of the main reasons it allowed me to do so um, is the lack of high THC. So uh, GMB 77 as it sits right now is only about 12% C uh, THC. Goes comes in between 12 and 13% on average depending on the grower. Um, now it also has about 1.2 to 1.5% CBD and a little bit of CBG in there as well which oh, nice. makes it fantastic uh, as a medicinal plant. Nice. So I've now cro back-crossed GMB 77, so it's now an F8. And for those of you that don't know what that means, that means that I've back-crossed this plant seven times since the initial cross into the GMB 77 strain. Uh, from, from now, or from here on out, uh, I'm going to be releasing every few months a different F1 cross of GMB 77 crossed with another one of my favorite strains. So to start that, at the end of February, I'm actually going to be launching my F8 version feminized seed of GMB 77, as well as three other strains. And in order to find out what those are, you're going to have to go follow me on Facebook or Instagram and go check out my posts. They're all listed there. But I will tell you that the other three strains that I've crossed with for this round are all strains that I hold dear to heart and are all fantastic in one way, shape or form, because I wouldn't be using them if they weren't. Wow. Fucking sweet. I Sounds like something I want to smoke. I just, I just said the same thing. So when we come up no, to do a signing, like, uh, yeah, no, it sounds you know, awesome. When you have yeah, something with signing, uh, you know, absolutely. In, in fact, I was, uh, I was, uh, I'm working on uh, some new office space right now. And once I get the office space up and running, I want to get a few flowering plants going on in there. I'd love to get you guys to come up for a signing. Uh, get you guys some GMB seventy seven. Oh, and that reminds me, Miss Blaze keeps commenting on here. She is she did a review on GMB seventy seven that will be coming out in the next issue of Thirteen Folds magazine. So uh, yeah. she's doing a review on GMB seventy seven, and then I also have an article that I wrote on uh, cryo curing uh, in that uh, magazine as well. Now I can uh, touch base on cryo curing a little bit as well. Uh, cryo curing is the art of cryogenically freezing or freeze drying your cannabis. Now, some people will say, oh, it's not freeze drying. In reality, two different terms, same, same methodology, different temperatures and pressure settings because you're not going to run this at 75, 80 degrees as it's drying like you would to dry your ice cream or something to make yourself some master on ice cream or some dried strawberries or something. It doesn't work that way. Um, unfortunately, if you do that, you end up having really dry, crispy brown bud and losing a lot of the terpenes. But if you use a... Uh, freeze dryer that's been manipulated to process correctly or an actual cryo curing machine you can make properly dried and cured buds 24 hours from the time of harvest not only that they're going to have retained 90 percent of the terpenes that you otherwise would have lost during the normal drying and curing process so they're going to be super aromatic and super flavorful but if you're like me and you don't really like couch lock style cannabis, this is fantastic because uh, the cryo curing eliminates a fair amount of the conversion of THC to CBN. 
with improv have been like, oh man, this doesn't smell good. And then you smoke it and it puts you to sleep. Even if they're like, oh yeah, this is Durban poison. Oh, this is Bruce Banner. It still puts you to sleep. Why? It's because that THC converted to CBN. So via this cryo curing process, you can skip that off. Oh, uh, yeah, I think we're uh, we're losing you there, Tom. Yeah, yeah, oh, we're losing him a little bit. Uh, right here? Yeah, uh, st- uh, stuttering a little bit. Uh, so we'll we'll give it a second for it to catch up, and uh, and hopefully things. Uh... Even the internet can't catch up to you. I know. Well, this may be. A, uh, I know I'm asking for trouble, but. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> yeah, while, while we wait, this may be a good uh, thing to bring up your goats. Well, the goats, yeah. He does a, was a Vermont goat coaching. Is it goat oh. coaching or <laughs> coaching goats? <laughs> what, what is it? Co- coach and goats. Coach um, and goats, okay. Yeah, co- yeah. so goat is a friend of mine. Um, so that's another uh, project that I'm working on. Um, in addition to my own uh, Vermont grow coaching uh, label that I'm putting out and a product that I'm putting out on the market as soon as uh, recreational legalization comes around. I've also uh, assisted a friend uh, in helping uh, bring him to the industry as well, and that's where Coach and Goats comes from. Um, so there's, there's not really any goats? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I thought there was the, goats. What is it with you and fucking goats, the, dude? It's, it's okay, Jeff. The goats are coming. The goats are coming. I, just got, I got the 14 chickens. I got the cows on the way soon. I got the goats coming too. I just got to put up the fence before the goats can arrive because those goats can jump the the fencing that I would otherwise be putting up. And I don't want to be chasing goats around in 200,000 acres of woods. It's it's just not a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff will come up and chase him. He likes chasing goats apparently. Fucking right. There we go. I'll, I'll get the goats just so Jeff can come up, smoke on some GMB 77, realize that it doesn't make him sleepy and chase the goats through the woods. Well, goats are good for eating shit. They're good for eating like poison ivy and stuff. Yeah. Well, see, that's also why we got the chickens. They'll eat the your weeds are good and for stuff. The ticks. Oh, yeah, I don't want. Ticks. I don't want them to eat my good weeds, though. No, they're just the bad weeds. So <laughs> that's you the problem. Train though. The, so they, you got to train they, they the don't, goats. They don't differentiate. They're like, I eat anything, man. I'll eat your broccoli. I'll eat your lettuce. I'll eat your cannabis. Oh man, that tastes good. That feels well, good in my see, body. What's going on here? That's what I thought the the Vermont goat coaching thing was. I thought you were training goats to, to like take care of the fields and eat the eat the bad stuff, but leave the good plants. So you were coaching you, you the goats. Just, you just gave me a new business idea. You know what? And, and, and you just gave me more now. right in the comic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. Now now you're gonna have to have. Uh, <laughs> Issue number five, no, issue number, maybe not issue number five because you're already working on that. Issue number six is going to have Vermont Grow coaching, coaching goats to chase your zombies. Hey, Bill. Zombie goats. Oh, Bill, my God. Can we do zombie, zombie goats? goats. <laughs> <laughs> he would be like, are you guys fucking high? <laughs> yeah. Always. Yeah. Can we do yeah. some zombie goats? I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, I think that would be funny as fuck, too. You know what I mean? Come on up to the goat farm. Yeah, do some zombie goats. Do some zombie, zombie goat. goats in the cannabis field. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that on the list behind the uh, zombie snakes and the zombie I told you I was going to completely and... bring it off the tracks. Oh, no, oh, yeah. I, I, got, I got it. I got it for you. Zombies that when the zombies are killed, their blood oozes into the ground. And because cannabis absorbs anything in the ground, including radioactive chemicals, it'll absorb the mutations from the zombies. The goats have a taste for cannabis. They eat the buds, and the goats become zombies. Except because it's cannabis, they become super goat zombies. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, I need to smoke more. 
Wow. Okay. I I got I got an extra layer of that since the the cannabis <laughs> absorbed the 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 blood when when oh. the plant grows the the leaves actually form like a goat head. Yes. No, it'd be a, it'd be a goat bud. That'd be awesome too. <laughs> it'd be a goat bud. <laughs> Uh, oh my god I don't, I don't even know if I can and welcome to our that. show folks <laughs> <laughs> holy shit uh, so I, I want to remind everybody that you know it, if you want to reach out to Thomas for coaching definitely there's information in the show notes down below or up above uh, he does virtual co- coaching he does on site as well he does a bunch of other stuff uh, but definitely check out uh, his uh, website for more information but he doesn't have goats he doesn't coach goats no <laughs> I do not yet coach goats. (laughs) I do not yet coach goats. But I do coach a guy named Goat. (coughs) That's awesome. That was just awesome. I had a lot of fun with that one. (laughs) I got to catch my breath. So so you need to figure out a way, Jeff, to get the yoga in there. Didn't we do something with the yoga? Well, there was somebody doing goat yoga. Yeah. Goat, Goat yoga is amazing. I will tell you. 110 oh, knows about goat, goat yoga. yoga is amazing okay yoga in itself is fantastic i'm not afraid to admit it, it i don't feel like it makes me any less masculine to say that i look like goga goga yoga <laughs> because in reality you want to see the mask look at the i can't rip this shit out I, that's enough masculinity for right here I, I can do all the yoga i want i still got the beard so, so doesn't the goat want to munch on your beard uh not I, I don't know about the animal goats, but the current goat that I work with, I really hope he wouldn't. That's not something I'd be interested in. That's, no, that's no, like some no, taboo, freaking, not, not something I want to go down that road. No way. Okay, but the, but the goat yoga is good. Yes, goat, goat yoga is fantastic. So, so, you would oh, you recommend goat yoga. so, so the goats yeah, don't goat. even need to be trained. You just you go out and you do yoga in a field or in a barnyard that happens to have goats. The goats are like, hey, people, I love people. And they come and they like jump on your back and they come and they hang out with you. And just being around the goats ha- is amazing because the goats, just like cannabis, provide a therapeutic happiness and well-being to your body. Any farm animals in, in that respect. Um, I, I think I mentioned I have 14 chickens. When I walk out the door in the morning and I open up the chicken coops and the chickens come running out and they come flapping their wings and like, oh, dude. What kind of snacks did you bring for us today? What are you going to feed us? Oh, do you got crackers? Do you got chips? Oh, did you bring some of your breakfast? What are we eating? That just brings a giant smile to my face. And I don't give a rat's ass that they cluck all day or that they shit all over the place. Because when I leave <laughs> and I go to a, an appointment and I come home at the end of the day and I'm walking up, they're the freaking chickens. They're like, oh, dude, you're here. And I'm like, yeah, I got a Slim Jim. Who wants a Slim Jim? Don't judge me. Yes, I feed beef to the chickens. <laughs> There, there might also be chicken in the Slim Jims. I don't know. I don't oh, know what's geez. in the Slim Jim, really. I just know that I shouldn't be eating one, so I feed it to them instead, and they love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, chickens will eat anything, won't they? They will. They, they will eat anything, including their own eggs. Um, you know, uh, a couple of our chickens have a tendency to uh, crush eggs just so that they can eat the yolks out of them. Um, but they'll go after anything. I, I got the <laughs> Zombie going chickens. After my, my kids going out there like, oh, they need some extra calcium. Which one of the cereals has calcium in it? Oh, Captain Crunchberries has calcium. Dad, I'm going to go give them some Captain Crunchberries. And off the kids go with Captain Crunchberries. Oh, chicky, chicky, chicky. Wow. I just need to break in here for a second. Uh, yeah, please. Uh, Liku, Liku Swan, I believe uh, that's the one uh, overseas. Was it Sweden? Sweden. 
Uh, she's, uh, they say, did you say goat yoga? Um, yes, we're, we're crazy here in the U S so yes. Uh, goat yoga. <laughs> yes. It's not just the, it's this show. It's this show. Yeah. This is, well, no, but I and, mean, I just have to say it is crazy to have an animal with hoofs walking on your back. Well, I, my cat does it, but it doesn't I don't have like cats. I tell my kids I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> you That's hate, the you one lie like I tell. I tell my kids I'm allergic to cats. You don't like cats. <laughs> No, I'm not. So I, I grew up on a farm with tons of cats and I was like eight or nine years old and the, one of the cats was sleeping on my headboard and my mom went into the bathroom and opened up the cupboard, which is where she happened to keep the cat food. The cat thought that she was going to be pulling out a midnight snack. Cat dove off my bed and because we didn't declaw our cats since they were farm cats and I don't believe in that sort of thing, um, the cat clawed me right across the face and I had to get stitches and... Um, that, that was a hor- horrible, yeah. horrible traumatic event. And then a couple of years later, and this is a really, really sad story that I don't really care to tell very often. Um, I had a cat that um, happened to hop into the dryer um, in between loads because it was warm in there and wasn't noticed, un- unfortunately. And um, I, I was really young at that age. I, I was probably 10 or 11 at that point, And that was very, very traumatic. So from that point forward for me, uh, for for animals, they were either caged animals if they were indoors, or they were dogs, and that was just because, in my mind, I couldn't accidentally turn the dryer on if my dog was in there. Well, I've seen yeah, dogs sucks, little but... enough. <laughs> well, so that, that's the other thing. I don't, I don't like the little dogs. My my, my <laughs> smallest dog. I don't like little dogs either. Yeah. So I, I guess I guess I'm racist against little dogs and cats. I'm I'm biased against little dogs and cats. I'm sorry. Okay, now I have I have two cats and I always have a dog. Yeah, so, but it's always a bigger dog. I don't. Yeah. I'm not yeah, I, these little dogs. So I I'm not a fan of little dogs at all. My I have two dogs. Uh, my largest is a lab boxer mix, and my smaller dog is a beagle. But it was not a choice. If if my second dog was a choice, it would have been a bigger dog. Uh, he just happened to be an option that my mom had or a choice that my mom had made and she shouldn't have made because she is, uh, she lives in an apartment and she's also uh, disabled. So getting a beagle as a puppy was not a good option living in the city, uh, mm-hmm. in a, in an apartment being disabled. So, uh, within a month she was like, Oh, I'm going to take him to the humane society unless you want him. And anybody that knows me know that knows that my heart's big enough that uh, there was no way that that dog was going to the humane society. And he has become the biggest pain in my ass. And I'm sure you guys have seen the post. <laughs> oh, four o'clock in the morning, let the dogs out to the bath- bathroom. Gunner ran away, chased him down in 200,000 acres of woods until eight <laughs> o'clock in the morning when his stupid ass finally came back because he was hungry. And, you know, comes back with his whale- tail wagon like nothing's going on. And in the meantime, I'm like, okay, well, I just spent four hours searching in the dark for your ass. <laughs> but, you know, he- he's still a member of the family. And as much of a pain in the ass he is, He's still less of a pain in the ass than the eldest child sometimes. <laughs> See? It's all family. Yep. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Wow. Wow, it got quiet all of a sudden. It did. It that did. Yeah, my, like my blunt finally kicked in. minutes. <laughs> well, well, these go for like an hour and 20, right? So that means I, I got it like a couple of minutes before I peek back up again. You guys will get through the next commercial. And pff, next thing you know, you won't be able to talk again to the end of the show. <laughs> Well, as long as you're not drinking coffee. I'm not drinking coffee. Actually, I am sipping on a glass of wine because it is going to help relax me this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I normally stay away from the alcohol, but when I have 
um, Asperger's uh, manic uh, hyperactive episodes. Um, I'm getting over one right now. Uh, the past few days have been really, really tough for me, not being able to sleep at night, that sort of thing. Sometimes uh, just the cannabis at night doesn't help. Even when I take a bunch of edibles, like, you know, Jeff's like, oh, yeah, the gummies are kicking in. Well, for me, I could have taken a thousand milligrams of gummies right now, and they still wouldn't really do much for me except knock me out six hours from now and then right. put me in a fog tomorrow when I wake up. Right. But I would still only sleep for the same amount of time. So uh, this little glass of wine, I have one every once in a while like this. I don't usually drink anything other than that. I think Leo was sipping on the rum and coke, right? Yep. So you're right there with me. I got a little bit of alcohol going for me, but if I had any more than this, I'd be a little... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, my problem is I tend to be a little heavy-handed when I pour, so it's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that because yeah, it's just, Tuesday. <laughs> just, 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 just a little. Just a little. Well, come on, that, that was my that was my fault. I'm just I'm just that great at molding people's minds that when I said to Leo yesterday was Wednesday, he yep. automatically thought oh, yeah. that today had to be Tuesday because he was no <laughs> way in heck was he going to follow the other sheep that I was talking about that they were saying yesterday was Tuesday, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Well, yesterday was Tuesday. Well, yeah, but that's that's the whole point. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? Can we talk about why I got banned from Facebook trick. yesterday? Can we talk about why I got banned from Facebook? Actually, sure, today, go I ahead. Got banned from... So, I got banned from Facebook for another week because I mentioned conforming and sheep in a comment on Facebook as a joke. Um, my mom to, I, every, every uh, few days I do a stone day post. So if it's like Wednesday, I'll do stone Wednesday, stone thought Wednesday, and I'll just put a random thought or something funny. And yesterday I was so busy with everything else. I sat down and I'm like, all right, stone thought Wednesday. And I typed something up and everybody that commented is like, dude, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And then my mom was like, I love you, son. It's Tuesday. So I responded to her and I said, okay, sure, mom, go ahead and believe it's Tuesday and not Wednesday like me. Go ahead and believe it's Tuesday like everybody else and then be a conforming sheep like everyone else and believe it's Tuesday. And she laughed at the comment and then posted a comment of herself as a sheep dancing. All in good fun, joking between a mom and a son who are both smart asses. That's how I was raised. When I was five years old, if I was called a name, I wasn't, I didn't think, oh my God, my mom hates me. I thought, oh my God, I'm, yeah, I'm a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Really fucking, yeah. <laughs> because that's, that's how my family was raised. You know, like I, I, I let my kids read Brothers Grimm fairy tales. You know, there's too many parents out there now that don't allow that to happen. Like, oh, I can't allow my kids to read fairy tales from back then. Oh, I can't allow them to know about cannabis. Oh, um, you know, they can't receive a, a spanker or, or be yelled or screamed at. You know, if you yell at your child, it's going to destroy them for life. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I received quite a few freaking hard whomps on my rear end as a kid, and I think yeah. I turned out all I right. I grew up with wooden spoons. Yeah, yep. exactly. You know? Exactly. Cod, cod liver oil and a wooden spoon, you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, so just joking around with my mom like that, um, it flagged it on Facebook. And they banned me for seven days. First, it was a three-day ban, but then they followed it up and banned me for a total of seven days after they, after I contested it and they went through and, and double-checked the context. They still determined that because I used that terminology that I was trying to spread hate. So they banned me for a total of seven days. And I'm like, wow. And I know so many people say things so much worse on Facebook on a daily basis. But oh, yeah. the, reason, the reason I got banned 
is because Facebook's got my number because I post so much cannabis stuff. Yep. Yep. Ab yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that. Well, yep. it's funny. That's we were talking about that because, you know, um, I'll post a I'll, I'll make a post of a picture of a uh, box that I made. You yep. know what I mean? Or a wooden box. And it'll get 100, 120 likes. I post something about, like, what we're doing with the comic book, anything oh, token with the day, anything like that. And, and it gets, like, four. Right, exactly. Because they're intentionally hiding it from people. Right. That's okay. They can intentionally hide it. We're driving a well, fucking train. <laughs> I, I'll ahead, no, 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 no. no. I, I was going to say, because, you know, Facebook really pisses me off. Because, you know, it, when we started doing this... Facebook guys. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I, I mean, when we started doing this, uh, the live show, uh, actually it was a little bit before you guys started. Uh, my videos used to get a ton of views. We used to get, you know, uh, on average, you know, a couple hundred people watching live and right. then they switched the algorithm and totally kneecapped the viewers because, you know, from my understanding, mm -hmm. they want you to pay for the ads to promote your video. You know, right. and same thing with posts, you know, that they they're urging you, you know, if you notice when you do a post, promote your post. Five dollars right. will give you a credit. But you that's know? a catch 22 for us. Right. Because we can't promote our posts. We can't right. promote our ads on Facebook because it goes against Facebook policy yeah. to promote yeah. a cannabis related ad because they're worried about monetizing off cannabis. And I've tried numerous times, and each time it gets blocked, and a couple of times I've been actually banned because I tried to uh, boost a post or something. I'm like, come on, I want to yeah. give you guys the money. I'm trying to give you guys the money. Will you just take the money? Yes, <laughs> right. I'll send you our PayPal info yeah. in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, oh, with, with Facebook. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll promote the hell oh, you, out of you. You, you giving us you, money. <laughs> you, you guys know I'm giving you money. You got money coming coming again for for. Uh, comic five i got all i've got all four of the ones here with myself in it with a uh, coach and at least three of them and and i keep them on hand to show everybody anytime they go do you guys know ben and jeff look at this you, let me pull this out of the wrapper real quick so you can see see me inside oh no you can't read it you got to go get your own copy this copy stays good in the package i only brought, brought it out to show you yeah. and then i and then i got that uh that uh, assigned a uh, copy of the uh uh, cover art too and i pulled that out and i'm like oh this doesn't come out of the pack oh you want to touch no you don't touch this this goes back in the glass case fuck you no you don't touch this oh, <laughs> got gotta keep it bag and backed yeah, absolutely <laughs> like i'm not worried about it losing its value i just want it to stay good so that 20 years from now when i'm freaking old and beat and decrepit and stoned out of my mind i can go and pull it up something like yeah i remember this and i can open it up and i can read a nice crisp con comic book at 55 years old and go damn I should have read this copy a long time ago. <laughs> Dude, I'm uh, 57. Those no, days are already passed for me. Well, that, that's why that's why you notice each time I bought uh, copies from you guys, I usually buy a couple of copies yeah. because I open a copy so I can read it and then I keep yep. the other copy in the package. And I'm like, okay, this one's staying good for as long as possible. And then I even put them in garbage bags, black garbage bags in their case so that the light doesn't ruin them. <laughs> but again, that's an Asperger's thing following it up. I'm like, I'm obsessed about cannabis and part of cannabis in my life is you guys and the comic books. So because I have those comics and they're autographed and everything, I don't ever want anything to happen. I'm sure I could call you guys up and say like, dude, I need more, but I don't want that. 
So right, right. they stay well, in the garbage the original bags. Ones I just pull them out, now, like, okay, you can see now. Yeah, the original ones you definitely want to hold on to because we had to change the title. You know what yep. you could do also is get them graded from CJC or CGC. CG, CGC. Yeah, CGC. And they put it in a nice uh, uh, glass. Uh, is it glass container? Plastic? It's no, plastic. it's plastic. It's plastic. Yeah. It's a very hard plastic, yeah. 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 The only problem that we found with like getting CGC grades is unless everybody that signed that comic is actually there when they when the CGC grading paperwork's made out, it's it really does affect the score of the comic. So a 9-8 can end up being like a fucking 7, you know, or they sometimes will say, well, these two people signed it the same day, so we're going to give them the two signature, even though there's two more on here. We can't verify that. We ran into that with um, the the first round of Joe St. Pierre's that we did. Right, right, right. They only gave St. Pierre the credit on the cover because we were nobodies, you know. Now we're into issue fours out, issue fives coming out. We're doing films. We're doing the live shows. We're doing, you know, a huge set build in the studio. And uh, now they're like, oh, we'll give you guys credit now. So, yeah. But CGC is a way to go as well. Yeah. Well, I will definitely look into that because that probably sure as heck beats storing it in the black bag that I can't see it in anyway, except for when I pull it out to look at it. <laughs> yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Jeff can correct me on this because he's the one that actually does all the uh, ordering and compiling of the files. Uh, is the cover UV um, tolerant? Yes. Yes. So the cover is UV tolerant. Yes, it's oh, okay. a UV paper. It, it is a UV paper on the cover. Yes. Yeah, so it won't fade uh, like the old style comics used to, it will over time, of course. But we all do that. I mean, look at. I mean, well, you don't. You don't yeah, hang well, it at, on a wall under a yeah. skylight where it's going to get direct sunlight for three hours a day. Right. Right. You know what I mean. So. Well, that's that's part of that's part of the problem. Is my my office has uh, grow grow lights for uh, for all the hemp clones and everything. So. They'll they'll be in direct sunlight pretty much throughout the day. That's why they stay in the in the garbage bags right now. And I pull them out like, oh, you guys want to see these awesome things I got from. And I always say the token dead, and then I have to correct myself, and then I get into a long twenty minute story about the issues that you guys had with AMC. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say you guys, I'm, I'm honored that we're kept in garbage bags. and say, haven't read the comic. I keep file cabinet. You keep a file cabinet. What? No, he's well, now yeah. he's breaking up. Yeah. Who? No, Lily, you were breaking up for a minute. I wasn't breaking up. Yeah. To me, you were. No, you Was were. I? Yeah. When you it's scratch Facebook. your head for half a second. Oh uh, yeah, it's Facebook. Yeah. Uh, little dork hint here is uh, you can get some nice boxes from uh, Amazon for comics. And uh, what I normally do when I get my comics, I bag them, back them, throw them in a box, and I normally read the digital versions. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and all I, all the digitals are up on the website too. Yes, they are. So yeah. for people like you in Sweden, where it costs thirty seven dollars to ship a comic, you can get the digital download and laugh your ass off with the rest of us. <laughs> and uh, and where where can you find the information to get the comic? Oh, oh, I know this, I know this. In the show notes, up above or down below, depending on where you're listening and watching us from. Excellent. Just go to still, just, just go to stilltalking.com. Somebody looking for a squirrel? <laughs> uh, that, uh, so Supermarket Sweep came back, and um, it's with a, uh, a comedian, and I forget her name, but she gets uh, one of the, the bagger boys to come out, and she goes, what do I always say? And then he goes, no talking when you're talking. And it, 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 hit, it hit home right there. When you just said that, you're like, 
oh, I, I know this. I know the answer to this. <laughs> because the next thing she does, and she goes, what else do I say? And he goes, oh, I know, I know. And then he answers with another with another funny statement before he walks off stage. And, and that one just hit home. So if you guys aren't watching the new Supermarket Sweep and you get really stoned, go find it on Hulu or something. I, I did, and I, oh my God. it passes a little bit of time. Yeah, the original show was so... It's so mesmerizing. You guys ever watch Supermarket Sweep? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, that, that's that's what got that's what got me into it. My, my wife was like, "I like the original one. Let's watch this one." Yeah. No, I don't watch. I I never seen it. Oh, it, yeah. It's it's yeah. It's very bizarre. Definitely check it out. Yeah, I will in my free time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my free time is from one a.m. to three a.m. Uh, sitting sitting in bed, staring at the iPad while my wife is fast asleep. So. If you're wondering why I'm watching Supermarket Sweep at 1.30 in the morning or why it says I'm active on Facebook, well, it, it's probably because I have a blunt in my hand and Supermarket Sweep on the mind <laughs> just to try to get my mind off cannabis because I can't shut down at the end of the night. I leave the office. What I have to do, you shut your brain down and you come back the next day and you pick back up where you left off. It doesn't work that way for me. I leave the office and I'm like, oh, man. I still need to be doing this with the plants. And what is going on with this plant? What what about this one? And, oh, I need to order this and I need to do this and this and this. So until I have that downtime at the end of the night, it, I'm Sounds a goner. Like a lot of people we know, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, you know, my, my, yeah. my downtime, believe it or not, is when I wake up at 3 a.m. and go. Yes. Fuck. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Nobody's online right Speaking now. Speaking okay, of downtime, it's I getting close to dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner tonight, Jeffrey? Um, I believe it's a turkey pie. Nice, mm -hmm. nice. I had a nice uh, Italian hot bake sub. I had these really weird wings <laughs> that didn't have bones in them. Tenders? No, they, they're like, so I went to the grocery store yesterday and I made the mistake of bringing the kids with me. We always end up with weird stuff when we buy stuff for the kids. So we ended up with... They look like wings. They literally look like the little drumsticks and the little wings, but they're compressed chicken nuggets that are covered in buffalo sauce. That look it's, like the parts. Yeah, they, they, so they look like they look like they look like they should have bones in them. In fact, the fifteen-year-old picked one up and he goes, "Oh, sweet, you got wings." And his mother said, "No, those there's no bones in those." He loves wings. His mother and the girls hate them. So usually if we get wings, it's just for him and myself. So he was really excited. And as soon as he realized that they were actually more like compressed chicken nuggets coated in buffalo sauce that just happened to look like wings, he was pretty disappointed. But I mean, <laughs> it, I don't know. They, they come up with some weird shit. I got you wings, psych. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, I was just gonna top to weirdness. It's it's not weird in my my world, but uh, my wife made uh, <laughs> uh, chicken crust pizza. Chicken crust pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Make it with you chicken make, crust pizza. Yeah. Okay. So in, explain. So instead of a, uh, a pizza crust, it's uh, ground chicken um, uh, spread out. <laughs> Look at Jeff's face. <laughs> wow yeah it, it, it's, it's it's great for keto because you know it's, it's almost no carbs so yeah. okay yeah it's it's okay. definitely an acquired, that actually sounds like it'd be pretty tasty well it's it, it it's worth well, experimenting with yeah it's it's you have uh ground chicken spread out you bake it you know you add your flavorings and everything like uh you know any um uh 
uh, we use like flavor god stuff. You bake it and then take it out, then put your sauce on, put your pizza toppings. I'm thinking like ground chicken cups now. Like you put them in a cupcake tin. Oh. And then you can fill them up. Actually, what's really good is you uh, <laughs> you line bacon uh, uh, t- those tins with uh, bacon. Cooking 101. Here we go. You line it with bacon. <laughs> <laughs> you make bacon if you'd cups. If you like to hear this week's recipes, send us. Oh. Oh, too funny. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's it's uh, about your time to eat. Uh, ben, you mind if I yeah. plug something? What did I do? You mind if, if he I wants to plug you? You mind if I oh, plug? You're not plugging me. <laughs> <laughs> you can plug Jeff. Okay. No, go ahead and plug yourself, Leo. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go plug yourself, Leo. <laughs> uh, well, a uh, couple things. Uh, so we got another live show that's going to be on at nine o'clock tonight. We're going to be talking about Wandavision. Uh, and also Batman, the animated series over on the Dorkening at nine o'clock. Uh, and also thanks to Ben and Jeff. They hooked me up with the awesome artist. And uh, we have our first shirt up on Amazon. Whoa, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that looks sweet. And I'm going like to like put a link That's in awesome. the show notes. Uh, so uh, this is through Amazon Merch. And uh, yeah, so uh, we're doing a couple designs a, uh, a month. And uh, that is a custom design from Dal Merge, who also does the artwork for uh, uh, the Token Dead comic as well. Well, it's no longer <laughs> Token. Sorry. <laughs> token with the dead. Token with the dead. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, I do it in my sleep. Yeah, but awesome, awesome artist. I mean, I just love his stuff. No, listen, I love that. That's that's fucking. He did a nice I'm, job I'm with glad, that. Yeah, too. I'm glad that we were able to help you out. We yeah. can do that with anybody. Anybody that's looking for any type of artwork, uh, we yeah. have our we have an in-house artist now. We love promoting him. He does amazing work at reasonable prices. Yeah. So just hit us up, man. We'll hook you up with him and. Uh, well, careful. Okay, he's he's going to be starting issue um, five like next month. So what? You don't want to? He was two fucking months late getting four to us. And well, yeah. So you want to <laughs> inundate him with more work? It's going to be two months late anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching now, we love if you're you. watching now, which I'm just busting your fucking. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please don't, don't, don't pee on the yeah. comics I sent you. <laughs> yeah. No. Cool. Yeah. Well, Thomas, thank you. Uh, I, we, I really, really, it was a great conversation. Well, it wasn't really a conversation. I did a lot of listening, and it was yeah. totally, I, I learned a lot, actually. I'm going to have yeah. to go back. And you don't normally do I that. I want to go do back you? and rewatch it, because uh, there's some parts that uh, I want to focus on, like when we were talking about the 77 and stuff. Right, right. Yeah, you know? and we didn't even get into uh, talking about uh, your um, your information about kelp and how that helps as well, and also the UV lighting. Uh, so ton- you know what you know what that means. We'll have that to get you means- back on the show. Oh yeah, that we got to get him back on the show at some point. But it also means in the show notes up above or down below or wherever you're listening, watching us from, you can reach out to Thomas. Yeah, yeah. He- so reach check, out to check him. me out. Yeah, check me out on on the website on VermontGrowCoach.com. I've got a few of my blog posts up there. Leo mentioned a couple of them, uh, Kel, uh, UV lighting, etc. Uh, but I do a lot more on um, actual videos. If you go and search Vermont Grow Coaching on YouTube, you're going to find a crap ton of weekly grower guide videos where I do uh, basic two to five minute videos for uh, beginner friendly uh, cannabis growers. So get out there, check it out. And if you have questions, you can always reach out to me. Like uh, Leo's mentioned already, I have virtual consultations as well as on-site consultations. 
and I don't care where you're located. As long as you're allowed to do what you're uh, asking me to help you do, I'll help you do it. That's I awesome. Have, I have two shovels, and I need to dig a hole. You want? I've help got me? lime and a tarp. I like you <laughs> even more. <laughs> I'm not the body, am I? <laughs> no, we still need you for filming. <laughs> <laughs> not not till after the movie's over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Phil wants to do this as a, as a as a mini series to coincide with all the comics that come out. So I can't kill you just yet. Oh, yeah, you got, you got a couple of years left. All right, so then. I got security. Yeah, I got security. <laughs> I, I don't think I can find anybody to replace you. I mean, you've got that. I'm taking a poop look on your face right now. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> Good thing it's virtual. <laughs> uh, so Jeffrey, where do you like people following you? Wait a, minute, wait, a minute, wait a minute, why'd you go to Jeffrey? You always start this. Why are you throwing this shit in the oh, tizzy yeah. tonight? I, I, because hey, I... Uh, fuck you, man. I was all ready to go. Yeah. I was all ready to go. Sorry. Okay. For, <laughs> for me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. Uh, but definitely check out uh, our website, thedorkening.com. And also check out the shirts. I'm going to be putting up some more designs as well. And, another uh, plug. Yeah, another plug. <laughs> that one wasn't free. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to thank you all for watching. Uh, so, yeah, definitely check out the show notes for more information and uh, book yourself some uh, consulting. And uh, then we will go to Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him. Yeah, don't Google me. You don't want to see that shit. Um, you want to stay away from that. Uh, I'm on Facebook, but. The way it's been going with Facebook, I, I don't know. You might be able to contact me. You might not. You know, they seem to be uh, monitoring all this shit. So, uh, but uh, hit me up right through the uh, stilltoken.com, the website. Uh, just send an email through there. Uh, and I think that's kind of where I'm leaning towards and where I'm going to be for a little while. Okay. Benjamin. Did we already talk to our guest about his? We did. Yes. Yeah. We did. Where the fuck were you? I, I'm apparently not fucking here. <laughs> again, they, could, they could find me in lots of other places too. Instagram, Facebook, Cannabuzz, uh, Masters of Cannabis, YouTube, uh, my backyard. Uh, don't come looking for me in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and every Wednesday at 420 on In the Weeds. We'll let that plug slide. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's a. Uh, I've, ca I've caught a few of those shows. It's a great show. Yeah, no, he does. A, he does. A, he does a decent show. Um, but like, like Thomas said, you know, YouTube. If if you follow us on YouTube, awesome. We love you for that. If you don't and you want to follow on YouTube, you can go to the Dork and you can go to the Mock Row Coaching. You can go to Still Talking with Hellfire Radio, Hell Entertainment. Subscribe and like them. Uh, pound those buttons for them for sure. But as far as us, uh, we're on every form of social media uh now running i believe on 16 podcasting platforms worldwide oh shit yeah i don't know fuck we're here every wednesday night just join us here you know so to all our veterans and first responders we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can do what we do every day we love you all we'll see you next week stay safe we're out of here peace out bye